0: Welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. It is our final episode of the year. Uh, after this, there's going to be a little bit of a hiatus for just a couple weeks. Hopefully, we'll be back sooner than later. We'll keep you updated on our Facebook and our Twitter. You can find us on www.facebook.com slash Classic And our Twitter handle is at the CG Guild. I will be posting there regarding the progress of the podcast, including updates, and I will let you know when to expect the first episode of the new year. So, Paul, now that it's the end of the year, is there anything that you would do over?
1: Um, I would say probably most everything. Um, no, it's it's actually been really lovely. I, I've, I, I... I guess I'll say when I listen to, to some of the episodes that I'm a part of back, uh, I, I just nod my head in this cringy moment of like, oh my god, mate, like, first of all, why did you say that? You know, and, and second of all, I, I, I don't even stand by half the answers I give in a lot of these episodes. <laughs> that, that That's pretty much
0: like me as well. I, I think that every episode needs a follow-up of the things that I should have said.
1: Right, right, Exactly. <laughs>
0: that'll be um if we ever get onto patreon that'll be our bonus content it's like here's the episode and here's what the actual episode was
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely and and definitely have to include kind of the the blooper reel which would be the the first 10 minutes of us talking before before we go live i I do feel people would enjoy that it would just need a different rating than uh you know the pg that this one is those
0: in order for me to release those, people would have to be really high-paying tiers on Patreon. <laughs> Speaking of which, New Year's resolution: I need to start a Patreon. Um, because maybe the five people who listen to this will give me a dollar between them, and that'll be kind of cool.
1: Oh, that'd be lovely. We can get like a like a Snickers bar and like you know, <laughs> a couple of Red Bulls.
0: Oh, that we need! Holy crap! <laughs> um, because. I, I
1: don't exactly scream high energy in my voice, all right, so some things uh we want to talk about today is you know best remakes reboots um some things that that we like to see done, some things that maybe shouldn't ever be touched um et cetera et cetera so um i guess i'll I'll kind of get us started off here with um the best remake um now i if it, for for the the two to six of you that have been listening, you probably gathered by now that uh pretty strictly an adventure fan so i'll be pretty much on that side of the 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 uh, fence once again is that a saying other side of the fence it is now um, anyway sure yeah right we'll make it one um, no
0: one has ever talked about the other sides of fences
1: <laughs> they're, they, they're gonna have their minds blown when i say the grass is greener just wait for <laughs> that one 2019 people um all right. So best remakes. Um, I'm going to p- kind of in no p- sort of particular order loosely. Um, I'm going to put for number one here after I just said no order. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't stand by the things that I do when I listen to it back. Um, I'm going to say Maniac Mansion Deluxe. Oh, really? nice. That's a good one. Right, well I've been jealous of you for like five episodes back or so. You you brought that up and I was like, damn, I really should have said that. That was the perfect answer. So so I I kinda got my got got my chance to, to use Maniac um as it's an underrated game. Well not underrated, that's kinda ridiculous. It had its um, own TV
0: show. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to declare a game underrated when it's pretty much a household name as far as most adventure games go to the point that it had its own TV show.
1: It's comments like that that is why I do so many face plants and Pond <laughs> whatever when I listen to myself back. Like, like really mate, the game that yeah. started scum.
0: You know what was really underrated? Carmen San Diego.
1: <laughs> yeah her her and their Mario games never took off but um
0: <laughs> they never got the respect they deserve. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. When will right. people
0: discover these?
1: <laughs> we just have to keep soldiering on, putting them out there. And, uh, and it'll take off. Maybe maybe they'll even reboot and make a mini console of it. Um, anyway, I, I picked Maniac Mansion Deluxe. Um, it's made by Adventure Game Studio. That's where you can find it. for uh, It's freeware there. Um, I picked that one because, you know, they stayed true to the idea of, of pixel art, um, which I love. I'll kind of hop on about that later, so I'll save it. Um, but it's basically almost like, you know, instead of remaking the game and, like, you know, an entire new engine, new graphics, etc. cetera, um, albeit it is a different engine, but still... It's basically like, this is how I would like to see the game, you know, which is more background instead of that, that plain black background uh, of, of the Night Sky, let's say, for the original Maniac. Um, yeah, basically, you know, al- almost comparable to like Sierra's VGA remakes, just just a nice makeover, if you will. And uh, everyone knows we all deserve a little makeover sometimes, a little pampering
0: yeah, for sure. I, I, I've i not actually played the deluxe version. I think there's like three versions of Maniac Mansion right now between, to, to say nothing of all the different ports, but let's just say on the PC there was the original, there was the deluxe, which was an unofficial fan remake, if I understand correctly. And then there's like the enhanced edition, which I think is the more readily available these days. And I don't really know the difference between I could not in the sense that I could not if you showed me two screenshots point out which one is which between the deluxe and the enhances because I don't know, I've never played them, but I will say that there was kind of a charm to the really simplistic graphics of the original Maniac Mansion just because you know those are the graphics that I grew up and loved. It'd be I'd be a hard sell to see that any differently, personally, and be like, oh yeah, that's better than. everything that my childhood was foundationally based on.
1: Right. Yeah. And, all right. I'm going to sell myself out. I, I, I ain't exactly played the deluxe one. You know, that one I just named as my top pick. All right. um, wow. But, um, I like the idea of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, it's like, you know, it's like online dating. I like the idea of that person. I know there's a filter in front of it, but let's just give it a chance. Um. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I guess Deluxe can almost be compared to, like, um, the FM Towns releases of a lot of games, where, where it just kind of takes it that one extra step, just just a few more pixels, a little prettier. Um, so I'd almost say, like, the originals, like like, EGA, the Enhanced is, like, I guess sort of EGA, and, and then the Deluxe fan remake is, uh, like, an FM Towns, just bells and whistles kind of Cadillac version.
0: You mentioned the virtues of kind of really staying very true to the original, so this is actually... A fan remake as opposed to anything particularly official but there was or rather there were two remakes that came out roughly around the same time within a span of a couple years of each other at, uh, I, I don't know the exact timing but but some fans remade Ultima 5 and Ultima 6 as mods for Dungeon Siege. So it used the Dungeon Siege engine. You had to own a copy of Dungeon Siege and then run this as a mod to the game. But it basically ported and recreated Ultima 5 and also Ultima 6 as, you know, and you wouldn't even tell really that it was still Dungeon Siege. Like they just completely recreated Ultima 5 and Ultima 6 into a very updated for its time, I don't know. I I still think it's pretty awesome now. I think it's probably about ten years old or something like that now, I'm pushing up there in age, anyways. Right. But um, but you know, it's great because Ultima Five is one of those games that I never really got to play, just because by the time I actually had the opportunity to do so, it was so outdated it was so old that i couldn't really get into it and this is coming from someone who loves classic games obviously and i love going back there's so many games i can go back to and play even if they technically haven't aged well and just play it like they just came out yesterday but ultimate 5 was just a little too far of a step back for me and ultimate 6 i can play today and have some good fun with it but i admit that there were some definite flaws with the engine that was kind of the kind of where technology was at the time. But now you play them as though they were kind of slightly more modern RPGs, or at least at times of the isometric RPGs where it is a lot more point and click uh, interfacing. And it's just done really well. There's a lot of time and attention and care that went into recreating these, you know, all the dialogue was brought over and that's a lot of dialogue. If you, Uh, If you're not familiar with Ultima and you know, Ultima six is one of my favorite games, Ultima five. I can't really say that just because I haven't played all the way through it. I did play a good chunk of it through the remake, but I played as much as I did thanks to the remake, whereas I could not have really gotten that far and held my interest if I was just playing the original. So I'd say probably that would be my pick for the best remake that I can think of, or at least that I've ever played just because it, it was perfect execution. It took the right game that needed an update and put it into the right, uh, put it into the right engine to really bring out what it could have been.
1: Right, right. Now, and I, I think that's like the perfect criteria, right, is, is something that is like fulfilling what it could have been. The first time around um, for remakes. So, so once again, you, your your answers tend tend to to be extremely better than mine all around. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, cause they've, they've, what just, the fact so, that
0: I've played the game that I'm choosing.
1: <laughs> well, right. well, while well, I fight to maintain the illusion of professionalism over here, you're, you're actually being logistical. <laughs> um no that's a really good one um and actually your talk of of the ultimate series has gotten me to to start to dabble in them um don't don't quiz me because that's not true but um <laughs> it's <laughs> all right but i put it in my shopping cart all right okay so I'm, get, I'm getting there i really am um Uh, I I guess I'll kind of just bundle a a few into honorary mentions here so so we can move move to the next uh, subject. Um, And I guess people out there, you'll find... uh, I'm sorry, I know people don't like that where you just call them people. Oh, you fuck... Don't curse, don't curse. (laughs) You can curse, I don't (sighs) care. All right, all right. (laughs) I was trying to try and recreate it, and I'm not sure what I'm saying. Oh, right, yeah, people people don't like to be called people. Like, hey, you fucking people out there, listen to what I've got to say. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm sorry about that, even though I repeated it at least twice. Um, you'll find my answers are, uh, 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 yeah, I guess the answers, right? Opinions, whatever. They're, they're a bit, like, aberrant. You know, they're, they're not, um, well, I should say that they're actually, <laughs> they're that, except the exact opposite. They're not very... <laughs> It's going super smooth so far. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I I promise people we've actually done a few other episodes and they came out <laughs> sort of all right. So, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, you know they they are not extremely different from from the accepted you know norm or whatever. Um, you know, basically not a huge leap from the original is what I'm getting at, but um, what I put down, I'll kind of just go through them real quick, um, is Space Quest 2, um, another fan remake by Infamous Quest. Um, I thought that was really cool just to, you know, have, have a point, uh, pure point and click, no passive version of it. I love the parser, don't get me wrong, but for me, it's like mm-hmm. I love these games so much just to have two versions of them is really fun. Um And on that same note, I've also got King's Quest 1 and 2 by AGD, and King's Quest 3, again, by Infamous Quest. Um, I thought they're just really professional, really, really well done. Um, You know, people that really don't like parsers, I guess, could say that it it needed to be done. I happen to love parser games, so, so for me it's either or, just having both is really cool, but if you don't like parser games that much, um, it's cool to have the options to play King's quest one through three as a point and click and and space quest two, um, as a point and click. Um, and I guess finally just a kind of shout out to double fine, uh, for all the, the kind of Lucas remakes. Um, you know for me I'm, I'm so so keen on on pixel art and and the way things were or whatever that i really just like them because one there's mobile ports which is really nice to have it on on your tablets and, and on your phones um and furthermore there's classic mode which for me if, if i have a break it out i I switch immediately to classic mode because i like that pixel art better Mm -hmm. um but you know i can't really say i'm a big fan of the actual remasters just because again the pixel art factor but having it available on mobile and being able to go to classic mode is pretty cool so a little shout out to them and for anyone doesn't know i guess those games include um monkey island one and two uh full throttle uh data technical and grim fandango
0: mm-hmm um, I'm not sure if I ever found the option in Grim Fandango to de-remake it, if that's, you know, um, to, you know, to play the original classical version. I, th- I think I played remaster, which didn't strike me as really that much different, except probably just a little bit more clear, which is fine. I think the best thing that the Grim Fandango remaster really did, though, was, it gave it a new interface so rather than the tank controls where you use the keyboard to walk your character around they actually turned it into a true point and click adventure which was far more easy and intuitive to use for gaming in you know the 2010s whenever that came out I guess I was like a couple years ago now.
1: Right, but, yeah, I think it was one of the first. But no, that's a really good point, too, because, yeah, it, 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 that was kind of bleeding edge when Grim Fandango came out as far as, you know, 3Ds. So to have it remade, that that's one, I guess you could say, was probably a pretty necessary remake just to get that blockiness out of it and, like you said, make it a point mm-hmm. and pick. Uh
0: Which also brings me to... Um, this was actually... This is actually not at all um, any sort of research for this episode. It just happened to have been that the last couple of days leading up to an hour before recording, I was actually playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. Uh, and I played it through the night, which is, I'm really tired right now. But it, it's interesting because they released enhanced editions for these just a few years back. And while I was playing it, I was, I didn't see any need for an enhanced edition for these because they still look, at least on my computer, they still look perfectly fine and I don't know if it's just because I grew up and I'm used to seeing blotches of pixels, but I, I just thought there was nothing wrong with these. And sure, I'm playing it on like kind of a, uh, I guess it's like a 15-year-old LCD monitor now. Uh, but, and I don't know what it would look like on, say, a 40-inch 4K or something like that. But, and, and also these, I guess part of the reason for these enhanced editions is to release it on tablet and maybe it shows up differently on that, but playing the classic version on my computer, even literally up until this morning, I saw no reason for it. I was just like, no, I, why would I play enhanced editions when this looks perfectly fine? So I don't know if there was context in which enhanced editions are far better experiences, but right now I would say that as far as I'm concerned, the the enhanced editions were completely unnecessary
1: right yeah no I, I can totally relate kind of going back to, to the double fine remakes i, I basically i'm stating like thanks for remaking it so i can click classic mode yeah um, <laughs> yeah you know, pretty I'm much just, you know making available on more more devices and consoles whatever that's basically the only reason i'm happy about it is so i, I can play it on my phone or whatever and, and then click classic version because yeah i like it that way better and it's, for me it's not even nostalgia as far as far as the, the original look it's just i really like pixel art and, and i find it beautiful mm-hmm. so so yeah i totally get what you mean where it's, it's 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 a really fine line between saying like, you know, is this really going to actually enhance the gameplay? I, I think maybe a good game to kind of look at when it comes to that and as far as questioning um, and questions, I don't have an actual answer to a real opinion is is gabriel knight the sins of the forefathers um because they've remade it it, it seems like the perfect game to remake in 3d the lighting in the remake uh, i haven't played it but from the screenshots it's beautiful but at the same time uh, the original was probably my one of my favorite games well first of all period and second mm. of all the, uh, the original's pixel art was just you know, j- just a paradigm of, of pixel art and, and its beauty and things like this. So, so, you know, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, that, that would probably be a really nice atmospheric kind of game to do in 3D. But the original is so beautiful and, and it's just kind of, you know, just paramount when it comes to, to, to its pixel art that, that I'm, I'm not even sure anymore. W- what do I want? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I today? Yeah.
0: And, you know, especially when you do with these um, fan remakes and fan projects it is always really cool because there's a lot of these people who are making them are just people who are kind of cutting their teeth and there's kind of you know a remake is a really good way to sort of shorthand that and to say hey let's take something that's already good that we love obviously and let's try to remake it let's try to improve the graphics let's just basically recreate it how we want to just for that experience is because, you know, they're getting into game design. It's just valuable experience to be able to do that sort of thing. And it's not like they're doing it for money. So it's just kind of like a a passion project that kind of helps their portfolio. Now, that being said, I want to make it clear that I am not in any way saying that any of these fan remakes should not have been made. I commend anyone who has the passion to be able to uh, start and complete any project remaking their favorite games tremendous value in that absolutely for sure that being said there are certain things where i just sort of say like well that probably that idea probably does not appeal to me very much i'm probably not going to play it because it's not a game that i want to play and one of those being with all respect to the creators and the developers who are trying to remake this game but there is a team out there that's been working very laboriously towards a fan remake of Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis, which sounds good. And when I first saw initial screenshots of like the scenery, it looked perfectly fine. It looked like a recreation in higher definition and that was fine. And then as soon as it started showing the character sprites, they tried to go for more kind of realistic characters as opposed to like the pixel sprites and i thought that really took for me personally that took a lot of the charm out of it because now number one there's a bit of a clash between the background and the characters and number two it's i liked those pixel characters i liked the pixel art that that's part of what made it so great for me was this aesthetic to it all and they kind of uh you know fair enough it's their project they can do whatever they like whatever they think improves it there go for it and like i said this trip there's huge value in just doing this project at all and i'm not going to stop anyone from doing it or saying that they shouldn't have but i don't know it just it didn't work for me
1: no that's, that's actually a really good point that you raise as far as that the characters clashing with the background just everything being a bit too high def, your eyes don't know kind of where to go, and you know maybe it takes a little bit away from the beauty of the background and on the character pixel art versus high def, as you just said specifically, it reminded mm-hmm. me immediately of of why I, I, I'm not such a big fan of the remix of Monkey Island because they gave Guybrush like this giant Brian Setzer pompadour, oh yeah, and, and it it's just you know kind of ridiculous to me. I mean, it, I don't know, it's just not really my my my, my bag or whatever. But yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Now no, that um, being
0: said i do i do want to say if i haven't made this clear enough you know I, I really respect what those guys are doing in trying to remake fate of atlantis if you are a fan of fate of atlantis i encourage you to try to track it down i don't really have any information that'll help your search but i'm sure if you just google it just you know fate of atlantis remake you can um, you can find the information form your own opinion i was only talking through my personal what appeals to me in terms of aesthetics go check them out I think that it, you know, this could very well be the remake that you're looking for, and that'd be great if you haven't heard of it before because I'd never heard of it till very recently. Look it up, track it down. Um, like I said, form your own opinion. That, that's just uh, how I feel about it.
1: Yeah, no, well put, yeah, and exactly, I mean, like you said, it, it, they're one of us, you know, they're passionate about the same games mm-hmm. that we are, and they're putting in hundreds of hours to do it, so whether or not it's, it's for me or you particularly isn't really what matters, it's just, you know, everyone out there, what you think, and I know there are some people out there that really despise, not despise, it's strong, I uh, just I'm a huge fan of, of pixel art, you know, I've, I've heard people complaining under threads about Wadget Eye and ho- wishing they would move on from it, which, please God, don't, Dave. Don't do that, um, no, yeah, don't
0: d- listen to them. <laughs> They david not- you listen to me mate <laughs> they are not your audience
1: <laughs> don't you walk away from ags or pixel art, mate all right um and also please listen to the podcast
0: um <laughs> yeah no kidding eh?
1: <laughs> but um but yeah i mean there are people out there that, that, that pixel art isn't for them you know they find it archaic or whatever so, so it'll definitely serve them well um so yeah no really good point point. and actually back to a point you said a minute ago about about you know, people cutting their teeth using pre-made games to, to learn their craft. Um, Infamous Quest is a great example because oh, you know, yeah. they, they spent a long time doing the, the Space Quest 2 and, and King's Quest 3. And um, I heard an interview that, that the gentleman from there did, and, and he said they spent about six years on, on Space Quest 2. Oh, Obviously, wow not six years straight. I think they were, you know, probably finishing up college and, you know, living, living yeah, yeah, life and they knew they weren't making money off of it. But that being said, you know, supporting these games, supporting these people led to commercial games that they would later release like, um, Quest for Infamy and things like this. Mm-hmm. They're that, that beautiful, lovely games. And you can basically say just, just to kind of, reinforce your comment is that it really did serve them well spending time doing remakes because then when they were ready to make their own commercial relay uh, re- relay release <laughs> um they were uh they were ready you know it was beautiful lovely games um there's a few more of them. the names escape me at the moment but um anyway yeah no i fully point. agree absolutely um so what we got next we got or do you have any more that you'd like to mention for remakes um i don't know if this counts as a remake or a reboot
0: to be perfectly honest, uh, I would say hmm, I I guess reimagining or reboot sort of I guess is probably a bit of a closer term than a outright remake. But I would definitely say that XCOM really it really does live up to being a modern adaptation of the original XCOM. Now people have their preferences. I pref- I am very torn between the two because XCOM one the original. From the 90s. Is one of my you know top 10 favorites. But there's so many things. That the new game did. Really well. Arguably better. Probably actually objectively better. Uh, there are a few things I think I kind of miss. About the original. There's a certain atmosphere. And imagination that kind of. Gets lost when it's brought. Into more high definition. But the game was fantastic. I, I love the re boot remake whatever you call it we'll just call it a reboot from now on just for simplicity so i don't have to keep giving that disclaimer um (laughs) you know the reboot was fantastic game and you know it was really fun it really added a lot of depth it really brought a lot more that original XCOM fans could really enjoy and sort of turn it into something kind of a new experience but also a familiar experience at the same time you know
1: Right, right, yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. I I I would agree that it would kind of fit under the reboot category, where, you know, especially when time has gone by, things like this, and all of a sudden, you know, somebody put a defibrillator to it and bring it back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, bringing it back to life, um, is is it's really really kind of nice to see, and and yeah, I, just like you and I, I won't I won't give the same disclaimer that that you did for the, for the fifth or fourth time or whatever. Um, <laughs> but 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 I did struggle with. The overall idea of of what is a reboot, um, and it, well, not what is, I mean, the, you know, there's Google and dictionaries, whatever, but but you know, <laughs> <laughs> what would I actually kind of pick for a reboot? And and this, yeah, I really had a hard time with it. Um, I ended up personally going with a quite odd one, perhaps. Um, I went with Gold Rush 2. Oh, uh, which kind of like you're saying with XCOM in a sense, where where just a lot of time obviously had gone by. It was nice to bring breathe life back into to a classic game, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, now it was it was uh, re released by I think they're called Sunlight Games, something. It's definitely got the sun in it, um, and they had previous to the sequel had remade uh gold rush uh with the hd 3d kind of engine um you know it looked lovely um i, I personally didn't play through it because i i, I love the first one dearly and and i, I didn't you know i bought mm-hmm. it to support them but i didn't play it kind of thing maybe one day but i did get a chance to go through gold rush 2 um yeah of course as i keep you know beating it to death i would have preferred just you know pixel art version of it mm-hmm. um for some reason hd 3d is just weird for me uh, with with point and click games but um the story, the writing, it was really nice. And, and the reason I'm picking it is because it tied together, and this is, I guess, why I find it almost a necessary creation, is that it really tied together some loose ends from the first one. Um, I won't give any spoilers or anything like that uh, away about the first one, but but it there's closure, it it, it ends properly, but you do kind of wonder what, what happens to the characters after that. Um, and not only did they settle that, but they also actually looked into the original game having just remade the original and found a few little kind of you know easter egg sort of you know fanboy things in the game that they could slip into the sequel it would give you even more closure you kind of you know just Weaving the lines together. Um, so anyway, I thought it was it was a nice game. It's not super, not ridiculously long. Um, the puzzles were not that hard. I mean, they, they were good. They were right down the middle. They weren't they weren't like the originals puzzles or a lot of the you know A E Sierra game title puzzles that could be just you know mm-hmm. you know take a spoon to your eye kind of thing. Um, so I, I thought they did a, re- a really really good job with it.
0: And to those of you who are listening to this podcast, tune in to our next episode, which I have just decided is going to be about sequels. <laughs> whenever we get around to releasing that but anyways um yeah so th- no that's a really cool uh idea and speaking of sequels for uh for now actually one of the conspicuously absent games from my list anyways is actually the fan remake of Quest for Glory 2 Trial by Fire which is a little bit controversial because you know it's a very dear game that a lot of people hold as perfection so a lot of the question is whether or not the remake has improved or if or perhaps diluted the experience. I personally think as far as a remake goes, it was it was fantastic. I thought it did uh what it set out to do really well. I liked the new additions as long as you just keep in mind that they aren't the proper canon, but they were just nice little Easter eggs and side quests that are just, you know, for fan service. There's nothing wrong with fan service. As long as it's a, if it's a fan game, there's nothing wrong with fan service. If you ask me. So I, I think they, you know, I I loved everything they do with it. I I liked the more in-depth combat. I liked a lot of the, I liked that they imported it into the same engine that was used for Quest for Glory three and Quest for Glory four. I do kind of looking back. will probably the next time I play this game, we'll probably play the original EGA just because, uh, you know, it's been a while the last couple of times i played through it was the vga remake but uh yeah i mean i'm not going to say which one is better or worse than the other but i'd say that it was just a very worthy remake for what it set out to do and as a as a fan project i thought it was i thought it was pretty close to spot on really
1: yeah and i completely agree um i forgot if that was infamous quest or agd but, uh agd um, the either- AGT, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and to kind of further your point or, or to back you up, I guess you could say, I, I look at it as it, it's a bit strange in the sense that a lot of these Sierra titles got a VGA remake for just the first game. So if you kind of go into it as a maybe newer player that's just turned on to these games and here now, modern times, um, you know, you, you play the VGA version of, of basically any Sierra game got, got a VGA remake. Well, the, you know, the big ones, the quests, let's say, and the Larrys. Um, then, then all of a sudden, you go to two, and, and it just drops you back, you know, thirty years in, yeah. in graphic design. Um, so, <laughs> so it's it's, it's almost kind of nice that they they just carried it on. Uh, that's one of the reasons I put Space Quest two earlier because you, you can play the VGA version of the first one made by Sierra, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, you just have to take this huge leap back to to you know to the original parser of the of the second one. Um, so it's it's just basically for me filling in holes where it's like, all right, if, if you like the VGA or the pure point and click kind of layout then then we've got you covered we're going to continue to to you know go down the line until till we meet up with with sierra uh, and where they were at with say three or four or whatever mm-hmm. uh th-
0: this might just be pure this probably is in fact it is pure nostalgia talking but i don't know i i can't really bring myself to play the vga remakes of most of these games um i did play the vga remake of quest for glory one quite thoroughly um, I do prefer the EGA version, but you know, I, I played the hell out of Quest for Glory 1 VGA remake. Uh, I played through with every single character class. But things like Space Quest 1, Police Quest 1, Leisure Suit Larry 1, I, I have no desire to go back and play those as VGA remakes. Because just, I don't know, there was something so perfect and charming about the originals that I just feel just shouldn't really be touched. You know, you can get them to run perfectly fine now on um, uh, on DOSBox off of GOG releases. They they run. They they look fine. They you know they properly scale up to your monitor, and I just think that's the way they should be experienced. I don't like you know, even though the VJ remakes are really not that much younger than the originals. Only by a couple of years in some cases. Right. But I don't know. I I just I think that. I just don't really appreciate them as much. I just, they don't draw me the way going, going back to like the old AGI or in some cases, the SCI engines, you know, you can't capture that for me with VGA games. And that's even coming from somebody who, you know, a lot of my favorite games are from the VGA era. You know, quest for glory three was my favorite of the series. That was VGA. Uh, But, I guess what I'm saying is that the games that were created in AGI or SCI, I don't want to necessarily see them updated into the into VGA. Um again, like I said, the the Quest for Glory 2 VGA remake, they actually made it pretty worthwhile to go back and revisit because they did kind of reimagine a few things. They re-tweaked a few some of the combat, they threw in a few uh Easter eggs, they tied up a couple of loose ends from some of the late-game content. And it's funny, because the actual official remakes, they don't draw me at all.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. I'm not sure I've actually... Seen any of them through? I've probably dabbled in most of them. Uh, what I find really strange that, uh, with Leisure Shoot Larry, with um, Space Quest, uh, and Police Quest, let's say that they're uh, VJ remakes, is um, I don't. Well, first of all, they're really almost over the late '80s, early '90s and vibe. You know, just mm-hmm. just the, the the colors, just uh, things like this, which is totally fine. I obviously I like that very much. Um, but it, it almost seemed like the art direction itself took. Uh, maybe they were trying to take a page out of Lucas Arts books because they got they they made them a very a lot more cartoony, just a bit more whimsical, um, and none of those things are bad. But but when you compare them to your original experience, you're like, well. It doesn't really just didn't feel like you know like the mm-hmm. first ones you know like like they were really genuinely trying to go that kind of cartoony lucas arts kind of route uh, and yeah it, it didn't really speak to me either it's it's nice to have the option it's fun to dabble with but yes same here it didn't really grab me
0: mm-hmm. now is there any game that you are so precious about that you absolutely do not under any circumstances want them to remake it
1: um, you know, I struggled with this one. Um, by the way, we're doing really good. I think we've we've regained the illusion of professionalism here. We did through. until
0: now. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned while I announce a transition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as far as a game that I really wouldn't want people to touch, uh, I would say everything and nothing, um, hmm. and I mean that. Not trying to be cheeky. I really do mean that because it, here's my my kind of thought. You know. That, uh, for like the fifth fucking time and I'm, I'll stop after this I love pixel So, so very much. It's very mm. important to me with adventure games. All right, there, I'm done. Um, because, <laughs> because of that, because of text parser, which I really love as well, I, I don't feel a need for any of them to actually be remade. Um, you know, when I was speaking to Gabriel Knight, uh, previously, same idea there where it's like, yeah, I mean, it's going to look all right and things like that. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to prefer that, that, original version um because of you know the things i, I just mentioned which i won't say for sixth time um so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but you're all thinking it aren't you like he's going on but it fucking picks a lot again um <laughs> so so that, that's kind you of spent why
0: more time not saying it than if you had just said it
1: <laughs> <laughs> so just need just need like five minutes at the end of this episode just <laughs> hop on it be like a bonus track, you gotta wait thirty seconds of silence, and then I'll come in blazing in your ear um <laughs> <laughs> so so <laughs> yeah. on on one hand that that's why I say nothing um and then on the other hand, why I say everything is because you know if somebody was to say you know hey you know let's say Activision decided to to be active again and actually do something with with these games, and uh, you know they said that we're gonna re release you know the first three of insert quest here, whichever you want, Um, I'd be excited. I'd purchase them. I I don't, I'm not even sure if I play them, but I'd feel the need to have them. Mm. Um, I would would just be excited that the games are getting recognition again. Uh, You know, tiny little clip and piece of game or things like this. Uh, Maybe uh, just a couple of people in in this generation, the latest generation, latest breed of humans that we got would would try and uh, play it again. Um, Not sure I'm talking like a robot there. Some sort of alien. (laughs) Yeah, it's the latest breed of alien we like this. Um But anyway, so, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, don't touch anything, but if you want to go ahead and touch everything, then why not? Because it, it'll bring attention to, to the whole idea. I'll be excited to see what you do. I'll, I'll probably definitely never prefer it over the original, but I'd still kind of mm-hmm. be curious to see what they would do with it.
0: I had a very similar, but also very different response in terms of that, in which I did go with a very blanket um, answer as opposed to picking out anything specifically. But my response is pretty much um, in regards to any classic point and click adventure, much like yours, in which I say fan remakes, do it. Even if I don't like it, just do it. I, I would love to hear, see, play anything. Or even if I don't play, you know, maybe I'll just be like, oh, that doesn't look like it's for me, but I'll support the endeavor. So if you're as i said before if you're a new developer and you're doing this as a passion project and you want to make a fan remake do it and i would love to see what you do but if you're one of the studios who's doing a re like uh an official remake please don't like i mean right. <laughs> you, know, you know it's great to see what fans do it's great to see you know people pouring their heart and soul to see what they come up with things they might do differently things that they you know see what they keep the same and you know all that sort of thing but when it comes down to sort of like hey let's find a way to make money off this what can we do and you know you're you know ha- at least half the people never even played the game before it's just like just just leave it alone just don't touch it If you if you don't love it don't touch it right
1: yeah, now once again, you're really good at this, mate. That's really solid. <laughs> you know, right to the point. You didn't hop on about pixel art for, for ten minutes <laughs> like like I just did. We're at number Eleven seven, and by the way.
0: counting now.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> we have a little ticker up on our not screen. Um, it no, can the, the, end
0: anytime you want, Paul. It's <laughs> on you. It's your decision.
1: <laughs> stop this madness, mate. Please. Oh, <laughs> Only God,
0: you can stop talking about pixel art.
1: I don't have an angel and a devil on my shoulder now. I just got two devils shouting, <laughs> say it again, say it again. Make them want to turn it off, you say it so much. Um, all right, I we'll try and stop. But no, like you said, if the fans do it, it's out of love. If if the corporations do it, they're looking at, at money. You know, what's going to sell? How can we twist and turn it and modernize it and add some, you know, first-person shooter elements rpg elements to to it and things you know it's it's basically that kind of hollywood conundrum of like you know we're only doing it for money we don't really care about the fans or the fan experience um why was there no carnage and venom for example hollywood (laughs) listening mates um things like this but yeah that's a really beautiful way of putting it and um yeah i just figured i'd muck it all up and over explain it like i tend to do um um all right so um unless you've got any more to add what would we do for uh, a game that should be remade
0: a game that should be remade i am going to let you answer that while i think about that for a second
1: all right and i will count on you to be listening to my every word as opposed to thinking about what you're gonna say here we go I would like to see one of these two remade: um, Sanitarium or The Dig. Um, Sanitarium is one of those games, I guess, almost like Grim Fandango. Where God, I say that so funny, Fandango. Um, <laughs> God, I, I can like hear myself through the mic, it's cringy. Anyway, um, Sanitarium, like Grim Fandango, was done, at, you know, at a time where they, they were just pushing or just breaking into 3D HD kind of graphics, and and I'd like to see it, um, you know, just just made again basically um i'm not sure why so i will move on to the dig uh which hopefully i have more of an explanation for um the dig for me uh the puzzles were ridiculous like uh, the, the amount of time I spent with crystals on wands and things like that it was extremely unintuitive but the story was brilliant i mean i i've, I've always kind of thought that, that what was that movie that bruce willis done uh Armageddon, yes um I always thought that Armageddon should have been the Dig script. You know, they have some, some cross similarities. I agree that that um, movie
0: would have been far improved if it had the script of the Dig.
1: Right, thank you. Yeah, all right.
0: Far improved. It, it could have had the script of any other movie and it would have been far improved. <laughs> I think Armageddon would have been better if they were working off of Home Alone. I don't know, just anything. <laughs> just put a good movie in there and it'll be better. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah now I feel a little less special with my answer, <laughs> since, since home alone could also be included but but, uh, but no it's it's you know it, it, I'm not sure how much Spielberg actually had to do with the dig but but I will say it did come across extremely cinematic the, the script uh, with no spoilers the script the idea the way it plays out it, it was just a really cool story um, but there was so many facets about it that that could have been done better from the puzzles the intuitiveness. Um, dare I say even even the the pixel art 12 um could have been a little bit better um or or uh, now I'm not going to say or not pixel it's got to be that's 13 but either way um the last thing I'll say on oh no, <laughs> okay I can see you just grabbing the bridge of your nose and exhaling I love it I'm going to turn you into a chain smoker after this um <laughs> all right that's all I, that's all I got on uh well, now, I was going uh, to say Road Rash, but it came to my attention in my research for this episode. Um, that's not true. Um, it came to my attention <laughs> that um, there's a game called Road Redemption that was released last year. That, that's basically a remake of, of, of Road Rash. Um, uh, you know, I think it's an independent developer. There's no rights needed or taken. Um, but that's, that's the one time I think you'll ever hear me not mention an adventure game. There you go.
0: Here's another really good one that I think would just—you uh, don't even need to do much. Just remaster it. You know, I I want to keep the art because it looks as much as it looks really crummy. Um, uh, on a, any objective level, I find it really charming. But if you could just remaster, like just kick in the—you know—clean up the pixels so that I can play on a proper screen very well, or even just don't. You know, I I think it plays well just as it is. All I'm saying is just. Re-release Manhunter with mouse controls. That's all I ask. Like, leave everything else alone. Just come on, let let, let me play that game now with a mouse. Because I just couldn't do it. I tried going back and it's just, it's so awkward and cumbersome. There's not even like, that's probably the best way to remake a game for me is just put in the controls that it needs to have for any game. Like their finest hour doesn't have joystick controls. Why does their finest hour not have joystick controls? Yeah, no,
1: no, you're absolutely right. That's 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 actually probably the best answer the the whole episode. I completely didn't even think of of Manhattan, and and, and you're right. That's that's one that they could give or take, leave leave the graphics alone, whatever type of art they used in them graphics, um, and, and just fix the controls. Mm-hmm. So I what think I did that there? yes. I avoided it for you, mate. (laughs) Happy holidays. I I think
0: we have, I think we have, we can conclude now with the correct answer is don't do anything except fix controls. Right. right, Exactly. That is um, probably a good 45 minute episode or something like that. And we have concluded just fix controls.
1: Yeah. uh, Nice taking 45 minutes and being able to fit inside a fortune cookie,
0: but it was quite a journey to get to there.
1: It, it really really was and uh, I will say before we say goodbye for anyone out there that would prefer me and Rick to do this at like 3am completely tossed go ahead and throw it in the comments maybe we should just try an episode like that <laughs> <laughs> have, have a few points and <laughs> start talking about uh, I,
0: I actually would rather not bring substance into recording but I fully support complete and utter exhaustion to the point
1: of delirium <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound kind of nice. Well, I, I, maybe except for the exact opposite. It doesn't sound actually nice at all now that I picture it. But, but uh, you know, I, 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 like you, no substances were involved in this recording. Disclaimer, disclaimer. But I do think Rick would prefer to have a pint or two if he knew ahead of time he'd have to deal with me saying <laughs> pixel art 17 times. No, um,
0: just I, I, I just like to end the episodes with a few pints to get over recording the episode. <laughs> but beforehand... Nah, it's fine. All right, so I think now that we have fi- found the right answer, is there anything else you would like to close off on?
1: No, I feel that that went extremely well. and um... We should also throw out there that if you are
0: remaking any of these classics and you do need a musician to supply the score for any of those classics, I fully volunteer Paul's services completely free of charge.
1: Well, thank you, mate. And and I, I appreciate that. And furthermore, Rick is my pimp. So he is in right to do that. Um, <laughs> He's in his full right to hold me out. So yeah, no, thank you, mate. Um, that, that's absolutely true. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to working on, on a score one day. And uh, despite what I sound like on this, I'm, I'm actually rather professional. I make a living off of it. Um, I just, you know, less talking, more doing kind of thing. That's why it comes out good. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We love you. Don't do a murder.